0: alaykum wa Welcome everybody to another edition of the Healthy Body um, So this is a three part mini-series And in the first part we d- gave an introduction into uh, what is being healthy And we talked about what Islam says about being healthy We then discussed the physical attributes of the Prophet ﷺ and his companions <clears throat> And then we ended on a few intentions that we can keep in mind while we are working out So in this edition, we're going to discuss the practical steps that can be taken to get fit and healthy. So we'll be addressing the two main components that everyone who's looking to get fit needs to have in check. And that is the nutrition and the exercise. So everything you hear today, it won't be me regurgitating information that you've heard from a health magazine or stuff that you've read online. But instead, I'd like to give you a brief background into the science of our body. And how, by putting the science back into our training, can maximize our results. So, our body is in constant need of energy, whether we are walking, whether we are sleeping, whether we are digesting food, every action of a body requires energy. So, within our cells, there is a small molecule called ATP, and this is the main source of energy. It's not glucose, it's actually ATP. ATP can be used in many different ways to produce energy depending on our body's energy demand. And our body has three different energy systems and each one has its own role. All these energy systems, they work together. However, one may predominate depending on the body's uh, activity level. So the first um, energy level we're going to talk about is the ATP system. This energy system comes into play when when the body is doing short intense rapid exercises for example a high jump or a 100 meter sprint or a one rep max and this energy system it uses the stored ATP within our cells to produce instant energy and when all that ATP is depleted it's converted into lactic acid which causes that burning sensation in our muscles and because our cells can't produce uh, co- sorry can't store much ATP in our cells this isn't an eff- effective way To produce energy for a long time. So therefore the second energy system comes into play. And that is the lactic acid system. And this comes into play when our body is active for a few seconds to a few minutes. For example a 200 meter sprint. Or a 400 meter sprint. Or when we are doing 12 to 15 reps of an exercise in the gym. So this produces energy by breaking down the stored glucose in our cells. And converting that glucose into ATP. And that ATP is then used for energy. And the final energy system is the aerobic energy system. And this comes into play when the body is active for a prolonged time, for example, a marathon run. And it's also used for everyday tasks, for example, our walking and our digesting and controlling our body temperature. So this energy system produces the largest amount of ATP, but only during low intensity exercises. So understanding the science behind our body's energy supply. We can tailor our training to get the most results in the shortest time. So what is the relevance of understanding everything I just mentioned? Well, to achieve a good overall fitness level, it is crucial to work the body through different, uh, different intensities and to stimulate each of these energy systems differently. And we can also see by looking at the, uh, the stories from the Sirah of the Prophet, he also worked his body through different energy levels. So, when did the Prophet ﷺ use the ATP energy system? When he raced his wife Aisha. Radiallahu anha. You know, Aisha radiallahu anha, said, I raced with the Prophet and I beat him. Later, when I had put on some weight, we raced again and he won. And Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam laughed and said, This cancels that, referring to the previous race. So, what about the lactic acid system? Uh, so, when Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wrestled Ruqana and took him down three times. So nowadays, uh, we don't have the strength of the Prophet ﷺ and we don't take uh, people down within seconds. It usually takes a few minutes, okay? And finally, the Prophet ﷺ, he would stimulate his aerobic energy system regularly as he would climb um, mount, the mountain Jabal al-Nur to the cave of Hira, where he would engage in acts of worship. And this mountain is about 640 metres tall and takes, and is, takes about 1,700 steps to reach the top. And this would take uh, anyone between 25 minutes and 90 minutes to, to climb. And the Prophet did this regularly. Okay. So how can we stimulate each of these, these energy systems? And there are many methods of training. But for the sake of time, I'll only mention three, one specific for each one. So the first one targeting the ATP energy system. And my personal favorite one is plyometric training. And this is high-intensity exercise involving short, explosive movements, and this is excellent to develop power and to develop speed. And examples being vertical jumps, horizontal jumps, explosive press-ups, anything that involves fast, or rapid movements. Uh, the next one is HIT training or high-intensity interval training, and this is where you have uh, you alternate between high-intensity exercises with less-intensity recovery periods. And studies have shown that HIIT training significantly reduces body fat, lowers insulin resistance and also reduces the risk of diabetes. Uh, and the final method of training is continuous training and this method of training is where the body is working for a minimum of 20 minutes and the heart rate is between 60 to 80 uh, percent of your max heart rate and this is an excellent way to target your aerobic energy system. <laughs> So it's all well and good exercising and seeing the outward effects of training, but what happens to our body inside? So just to list a few, the long-term effects are it reduces your resting heart rate, meaning that your heart has to work less hard to pump blood around the body. And it also uh, increases the number of red blood cells you have, and which improves oxygen transport and uh, it also increases uh, your muscular endurance, so meaning you have a better tolerance to lactic acid. You also get muscle hypertrophy, meaning that your muscles get bigger and stronger, and you also get uh, increased bone density, which reduces the risk of fractures. And especially in the Asian indo Pak community, a lot of our women, they don't exercise, and because of that, their bones are generally more fragile, and more prone to fractures, so that is why it's, it's crucial to uh, to encourage some form of weight training. Uh, also, um, psychologically, it's also uh, exercising generates happiness. It also uh, improves relationships. It also promotes confidence and self esteem, and also reduces stress. And I think I will conclude with that. In next week's edition, inshallah, I plan to discuss the diet. So we discussed the exercise. In next week's edition, we'll discuss the diet and we'll discuss um different foods that we can take that are good for our bodies, that help lower fat, that help uh improve our cognitive ability, etc. etc. So InshaAllah, see you all next week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.